It's time for To The Top Talk with Jamie Arrington, a power hour of all things Southern Miss. For questions or comments, call 601-261-0898 or pound 981 for C Spire customers. Now we go live to the studio with Jamie. What's going on? What's happening? How you guys doing? Welcome to To The Top Talk with Jamie Arrington. I'm your host, Jamie Arrington, here with your weekly break from all of the High Resource 5 propaganda out there in the mainstream sports media to talk about the University of Southern Mississippi Golden Eagles. In the studio with me, as always, Southern Miss Black Ops tailgate legend, Jason Bailey. Greetings and salutations. How we doing, partner? Man, what a week this was. You know, we got done with the show last week, all right? And then the the... Chatter starts kicking up about, hey, it may snow on Friday. And it does, and it snows in a major way. Yeah, and at the time, it was like 72 degrees. We had the air on at our house. Yeah. We're talking about the snow coming. You know, as a matter of fact, my wife, she had to go to a doctor's appointment on Friday morning. um, And I was supposed to go to work. Um, But she's asking me, you know, should I go? Because at that time, I think she was leaving for the doctor at like 745. It had been snowing a little bit, and it was kind of white outside, and she was worried about it. And I'm thinking to myself, look, by 11 o'clock, this is going to be a joke. You know, it's going to be normal. It's going to be a little cold out. Maybe it's a little bit of slush on the road. Well, fast forward like 10 minutes. She drives off. Actually, before she got to the stop sign at your house, she skidded for like 30 feet. (laughs) Oh, wow. And turns around and comes back. And, um... So at that point, I said, hey, I hadn't got to go to work. <laughs> Can't drive around South Mississippi all day sliding around in a company vehicle. So so I got out of work that day. And um, and then the snow kept going for like, what, like 48 hours? Yeah, <laughs> like right. Like my own personal Colorado Breckenridge hot tub time machine situation going on there. Oh, and, you know, they had graduation at USM. And the the guest speaker this year was Robin, Robin right. Roberts. How cool is that? Excellent. Uh, apparently, her niece was graduating from nursing school or something like that, and and he, she's from uh, Long Beach or Past Christian or yeah, right somewhere down there, somewhere down so. there. And I, I was going. I bought tickets for my nephew to the Pelicans game, so I had to brave the elements and get down there to <laughs> yeah, New Orleans. I, I, I couldn't believe that you made it. I saw. I think Melissa put a post on Facebook, and I was like, "Well, I, I guess they made it. I don't know how they made it, but they made it." Hey, and shout out to Do- uh, to Doctor Dave. Dave Edwards down there doing his job. Absolutely. For the Pels. Uh, I think he wanted to come hang out with you guys more, but there was. It was a pretty. Apparently a, a knockdown dragon. Pretty bang up game. So then we had a big recruiting weekend for football. Got a couple of commits out of that, which was excellent. Mm-hmm. Had a lot of uh, a lot of our commits on campus, as well as a few of the, the, the top recruits that we're going after. Then men's basketball destroys Troy uh, with former Southern Miss assistant coach Adam Howard on the bench. Oh forgot about that yeah yeah welcome back welcome back adam howard um then you had a birthday you had a birthday on monday sure did man and um i'll tell you what you know how you know that you're getting older i'm not gonna say old because i'm not old yet but i am older old ish is is that my wife got me a electric leaf blower <laughs> I'm fired up. I've used it like six times. All right, cool. You should do. We should make the toilet paper gun like they used to as mascots. Put the little thing on the end and a little toilet paper coming down. Awesome. Spray it off. <laughs> um, so you had that. Bolt tickets are now in the mail. Some people have received theirs. I looked online and saw where my tickets are. I'm, sure, I'm assuming you're near mine. 
we're like second row in the corner of the end zone. Okay, good. So it should be, you know, I was I like being down there just to yell at people, but it's it's prime TV spot. So listeners are going to be able to to see us on there raising some hell. Hopefully, uh, then yesterday, yesterday the ten year anniversary of the announcement of Larry Fedora being hired as the head coach at Southern Miss. Wow. How, we, were, we, we were we were there. We were there. How crazy is that? I I they don't know. <laughs> it's insane <laughs> to think this gone by Jeez. ten years. Yeah. So man, how, how, how much has changed hey, in the hey, past let, ten let, years? Let me ask you that. was it is it more shocking to to hear that, that was ten years ago, or was it more shocking to hear that that Giannini dropped the hammer on Bauer? At both. But I couldn't believe it's, that it's, one. It's, it's now crazy. I can't believe this one. But yeah, and since then, you know, we've kind of become a a, um, a coaching factory, I guess, every few years, except for that one little mishap. That one uh, little his- mishap set us back a pretty good ways. <laughs> jerk. So we're going to take a break in just a second. But my guest today is a former Florida State Seminole. He is a former New England Patriot. And he is now on the coaching staff at Southern Miss. You had quite a few guys with Southern Miss ties. I had a, a quick interview with Brian Stork, who's been a great asset for the Southern Miss football team up front, helping them, helping Coach Losey get the offensive line worked into shape. So that's who we're going to be talking with after the break. Cool. So you guys come back to us, and we have another special guest as well. So come right back to us, talking more Southern Miss, right here on To The Top Talk. Welcome back to the Top Talk. Jamie Arrington, Jason Bailey here in studio. Now, before the break, we were talking about our guest today. He is a former center for the Florida State Seminoles. He is a won the national championship while at Florida State. He won the BCS championship while well, that's the same thing. He won the Remington Trophy. He went on first year in the NFL with the Patriots, wins the Super Bowl. Now he's back here helping out on the Golden Eagle coaching staff. So, please welcome my guest today, Brian Stork. On the line now, former Florida State Center, All-American, went on to the NFL, got a Super Bowl ring. Now he's on the coaching staff at Southern Miss. Brian Stork, how's it going today, Brian? It's going well. How you doing? Doing good, doing good. Now, you had quite the career for the Seminoles, you know, not only getting named All-American, women the, winning the Remington Trophy, you also won a BCS National Championship. Tell us a little bit about your time at Florida State. Well, uh, besides all that, you know, I had a great time, had a you know, great group of coaches and, and teammates and a lot of friends, you know, I met, you know, through football in the department and uh, a lot of great memories there. So when you finish Florida State, you end up with the Patriots, you win a Super Bowl ring. What was that experience like? Um, I mean, I was a rookie, you know, that first year coming out and uh, just kind of put my head down and didn't really look back and just went to work, you know, trying to make a living and have a job. <laughs> but uh, it was a great time. You know, like I said, just another group of great teammates and uh, coaches to be around. Learned a lot. Uh, definitely, uh, you know, shaped my football IQ to a higher level coming out of college and uh, definitely uh, miss a lot of those guys. 
uh, you had another Golden Eagle on the team that year, Jamie Collins. What was Jamie Collins like during his time at the Patriots? I love Jamie. He was uh, he was very quiet and you know a little standoffish. That's just his nature. And uh, once you got to know him, he was a really good dude and uh, very tough kid, man. You know, he came from nothing and uh, he's making a great living. Well, now you're a graduate assistant here at Southern Miss. How did you end up here with the Golden Eagles? So uh, the O-line coach, uh, Coach Losey, he was the graduate assistant for Coach Trickett at Florida State from 2009-2010. And uh, so that's how I knew him. Always kind of kept up with him, uh, you know, get a text from him a couple times a year. Hey, man, how you doing? Things like that. Uh, you know, sitting back home and coaching for St. Edwards football uh, in Vero Beach, Florida. I uh, was just got my real estate license. I think I was in it for three weeks. And I realized when I was sitting there in the office, when I was supposed to be searching, you know, the MLS system, looking for houses to get listings, I'm sitting there scripting practice because I was offensive coordinator. And uh, so, like, you know what? I was like, I need to be back in football. Oh, yeah. Well, hey, we're glad you're here. I mean, heard nothing but good things. What was this season like for you here with the Southern Miss Golden Eagles? Um, it was definitely uh you know, different because I'm used to obviously being down on the field. So, you know, I had to uh, train my eyes, you know, being up in the box to see things and see the whole picture and be able to regurgitate whatever happened if the coaches ask real quick, things like that. Um, but it, it's been fun to be able to be there for the guys, you know, have questions about the next level or, or you know, how was it when you guys won the national? Like, what, what was the difference between the team now and here? And, uh, you know, just – talk about things like that almost like a mentor you know it's kind of there if they need it you know i don't force it on them but they always know they can come talk to me if they have something going on now you're a hardcore seminole southern miss was announced to be the opponent for the florida state seminoles in the independence bowl so what kind of emotions are going through your head right now you know i thought i heard about it a couple of weeks ago that we might play them uh so you know it's definitely a a tough spot in my heart, you know, but I'm really excited. The fact that um, we'll be in the same town for a week, you know, with a lot of people I know and get to catch up with everybody. And, uh, you know, obviously won't be home for Christmas. So we'll be able to uh, spend Christmas together, if you will, you know, and, um, you know, I'm really excited. Definitely really excited. Before we let you go, you have any final words for the Southern Miss fans and the Florida state fans out there? Um, just hope everybody comes out for it and makes it a you know, big old loud game and, uh, you know, made the best team win. That was Brian Stork, current member of the Southern Miss coaching staff, former Seminole, former Patriot. He really seems like a, I mean, it really seems like a great asset to have a guy like that around with our, with our, uh, guys out there. Yeah. Well, invaluable really. Um, Someone that's, you know, relatively close to their age also. That helps. And then the guy that's been through it, uh, won all the awards, like you said, and then the ultimate award um, or reward uh, being a Super Bowl. Um, well, you can tell he's got a lot of Patriot in him in that interview. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. know, uh, just by the book and um, and very businesslike. So I bet it is going to be a little tough for him, you know, looking at the team across the uh, across on the other sideline that he used to play for. But, you know, on the other hand, I try to put myself in that situation. And I think part of me would want to say, all right, fellas, look, go out and prove it. You know, um, you guys have been asking me what it was like. We'll go out there and, and, and beat them. And then I would kind of love to shake a hand after that game saying, hey, buddy, this yeah. is what we're doing at Southern Miss. So 
But I, I, I get it. I know it tugs on the heartstrings a little bit, but I, I think that there's going to be a sense of pride also at the end of it. Absolutely. And you got, you know, Southern Miss coaching staff has quite a few ties to Florida State, as we kind of alluded to last week. I mean, you talk about Isaiah Jones, the wide receiver, started his career at Florida yeah. State, you know. Forgot about that. Um, Coach Peck, Peck Guerrero, uh, the defensive coordinator. He's a Florida State grad, was a student assistant, defensive quality control coach for three seasons. Derek Nicholson played at Florida State, the defensive line coach. Dan Dish, he's a Florida State grad. Eric Losey, he, he was uh, an offensive – is the offensive line coach here. He was an offensive line uh, quality control coach back in 2009 to uh, 2010. Brian Stork played there. So we got quite a few guys. Yeah. And they've got Rick T- Trickett, their offensive line coach, who was um, offensive line coach here way back in the day, back in the mid-'80s. So, you know, there, there's, a, there's a few ties there for, for both teams. So it's a game that's definitely going to mean a lot to a lot of people. All right. Independence Bowl announced this week that – do you know who's doing the coin toss at the game? I have no idea. Who's, that's a thing? That is a thing. They that's have, not like the referee and then our quarterback or whatever? No, they brought in somebody else. Okay. They brought in Daniel Rudy Rudiger. What? Rudy is going to be doing the coin toss for from the that, Independence Bowl. From that fake movie. Yeah, right. From that movie. Hmm. Yep. Wow. Well, I guess he's the ultimate underdog, and we're two touchdown underdogs. So... Just pencil us in. This is the greatest sight these eyes have ever seen. <laughs> also, Rudy uh, in the house. Rudy in the house. The, the Independence Bowl Twitter, uh, they said that Florida State will be the home team and Southern Miss the visitors. So I, one would assume that that means we're probably wearing white unless there's some kind of uh, gold combination that we're going to Yeah, that doesn't mean a whole lot in football. Not like no, baseball not ball where yeah. you, know, you can get the last at bat or anything. Right. So, Whatever. Hey, we play better on the road. Absolutely. So we're on the road and the road. Is that two roads make a home? We'll find out. Buy your tickets, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Go through the Southern Miss Ticket Office. Buy your tickets. That's the Independence Bowl, Wednesday, December 27th, 2017. Game's at 1230 p.m. It's going to be on ESPN, but you need to be there and watch it live. Like I said, they've, um, they've mailed out tickets yesterday, apparently. I haven't got mine yet. But I'm they sure they could have just ran them over too. Well, they set up a. You could do will call, or you could get them via mail. And if you did will call, you can go by, and they have Southern Miss players there to kind of greet you, like today, tomorrow, and I think Friday. Really? Yeah. At the ticket office? At the ticket office. You can go to the ticket office and say, "What's up to Edo, my man K Rob?" Yeah. If they're if they're there, if that's their shift. Really? Yeah. Did I'm you do will call up. or did you do mail? Mail. Ah, well. I can still go. You can still saw it, but yeah, they're not going to say anything. I'm not going to hmm. call ahead and let them know you're coming. Wow. Hey, Rob. A little Christmas picture for myself. So there's one guest that we haven't had on the show in a very long time, and he's been busy. Bauer. Pe- people, <laughs> well, Bauer's especially been busy. He's, he's, <laughs> his, his time has been drastically freed up in the past week, but another guest, and so... We got him back. He's on the show. Got a treat for you guys. So here he is. We haven't talked to him all season long. He's been busy. Here he is back with us. Fake Jay Hobson. Coach, tell us about this 2017 season. Well, you know, the reality is, you know, every season is a journey. And right now I've got Journey playing on my iPod. What song? Uh, Open Arms. We finished the season 8-4. and four. 
matched up in the Independence Bowl against the Florida State Seminoles. Yeah, you know, like I always say, we don't count our poker chips until they're hatched. And, you know, hopefully we have one poker chip left that's going to hatch into a big old W. You know what I'm saying? Well, tell us about this Independence Bowl matchup. Yeah, you know, we're, we're very excited to be playing in the Independence Bowl against a very good uh, cinnamon roll team. And, you know, I know their coach, uh, Sister Odell. I've known him for a long time. And, you know, we, we got our work cut out for us, but so do they. Because, you know, we're, we're coming in there to battle. And, you know, at the end of the day, one of the things I was not too pleased with this season is they never let me do karaoke with the coaches. Well, you're, you're supposed to be coaching. And actually, they told me, you know, I, I, I requested to do it, and they just said, you know, you're too good. Really? Yeah, you know, but I figured, you know, coming back on on your little little show here, your little cutesy show, I'd, uh, I'd bring you my newest track that I just dropped. Uh, it's actually about the Independence Bowl. So, uh, Coxie, drop that beat. It's the Independence Bowl. It's the Independence Bowl. It's the Independence Bowl. Oh, it's the Independence Bowl. Oh, get ready for the gold and the Eagles. Busters, you know me as the head coach. Eleven brothers are hard to beat. You better retreat, Pete. Gotta put you under. Straight jacked up. Every game's a journey, man. It's still the same now. Ballin' in my black and gold best. You know what I'm saying? Come and get this beating, Seminoles. You're gonna love it. Indy champs right above it. And that's just the reality of it. Independence Bowl. It's the Independence Bowl. It's the Independence Bowl. Oh, it's the Independence Bowl. Oh. Wow, Coach. That was incredible. Thank you so much for coming on. Best of luck in the bowl game. Well, thank you, Jamesy. That was fake Jay Hobson back with us on to the Top Talk after his hiatus. Good to have him back in the house. Goodness gracious, man. I don't know how in the world you do it. <laughs> and I, I didn't know, you know. I mean, since I'm on the show, you'd think that I would have known um, who the special guest was. I had no idea, so it made it even better. That that might jump to the top of the list. Hey, fake I don't know. He's Belichick special... acts like he knows me. was solid. Yeah, absolutely. That might have been my favorite until now. This, especially if you and Melissa ride to us, ride to the game with us. Yeah. That's going to be blaring on repeat <laughs> in the man van. Flags just a flying headed into Shreveport. Well, you know, it's crazy that he would come up with, you know, the thuggish, ruggish bone and it matches with the Independence Bowl. <laughs> it's just bonkers, man. Yeah. Uh, hopefully he'll be out recruiting. That's going to be in my stuck in my head for at least the next week or two. <laughs> It's the Independence Bowl. Well, uh, yeah, and as it should be. <laughs> I love it, man. Well, you, you should do more of those, and then you should sell them and give me some money. The licensing on those songs is what's ridiculous. That's the that's the kicker. Mm. But you can get them on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play. You can download each and every episode of To the Top. Yeah. Top. Speaking of that, can, can I can I preach just for a minute? Yeah, you got like a minute left in the segment. Roll with it. Well, just this whole podcast thing. Some people still don't know how to podcast. I run into people all the time, super smart. People way smarter than me, they just don't know what it is. They'll ask me things like, oh, I heard you on the radio. Oh, really? Wait, when do you listen to the podcast? No, I heard you on the radio. Well, I know, but you know, you can listen to it on the podcast. 
what was the podcast on the radio? Just th- things like this that just don't even make sense to people that do podcasts because it's the easiest thing in the world. So here's like the third or fourth time we've done this. But if you have an iPhone, you pick up your iPhone, you scroll around, you see a purple button that says podcast. Click on it. It's going to give you an option to search. You search for To The Top Talk or Jamie Arrington or probably Southern Miss. I don't know. It's not going to be that hard to do because there's not a lot of them out there. But search for To The Top Talk. Before you're even done typing it out, it's going to pop up. Then you're going to want to subscribe. And if you would, leave a rating. Leave a review. It really helps out. And it's free. The episodes come right to your phone. Even if you listen to it on the radio. Let's say you listen to half of it on the radio. And you, you know, whatever. The kids start screaming. You got to go mow the grass. Whatever. Listen to the rest of it later. Go back, listen to one from four months ago. Right? You nailed it, dude. Easy. Exactly right. Podcast up. Exactly right. Well, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we got a lot to talk about. We got recruiting, we got Southern Miss basketball, and more right here on To the Top Talk. To the top talk, Jamie Arrington, Jason Bailey here in studio talking Southern Miss athletics. Now, I was looking at some of these bowl projections, and you know, right now Southern Miss is a 15 and a half point underdog. But you look at some of the, like this is Yahoo. I think this was SI maybe. No Sporting News. They're ranking all 40 bowl games. Number 40, Independence Bowl, Florida State versus Southern Miss. Florida State's battle for bowl eligibility is more interesting than the bowl itself, though the Knolls do face a perfectly capable Conference USA team in Southern Miss. This is the worst bowl out of all 40. Hmm. It's laughable. Then you get over here on CBS, and, and they've got a guy, Kenny White, apparently. He looks, he looks kind of like when Eddie Murphy went in whiteface that time on SNL. <laughs> but he's he's uh, projecting the games, and he pretty much says that uh, the, the the lock, his lock is, is Florida State over Southern Miss. And he says a uh, very high point total in this game of 38. And uh, he says, I still have the, the, the Seminoles defense number nine in the country, and the offense has shown improvement. They have something to prove, so look out for Southern Miss. You know – we had our ups and downs this season, but this stuff kind of tells me he has not watched much Southern Miss. Mm-mm. I mean, well, and, and if he had, on, we, we really defensively we had one bad game. Yeah, you know, I, I know we, we we didn't play like up to the level I think that we're capable of, but we we really had just one really bad game. That was UAB, right? I mean, even the North Texas game that we lost. We had a ton of plays in the backfield. We we got burnt like four times by the same guy. Yeah, <laughs> and that's yeah. what did it. So, and I mean, other than that, and I know it still happened, but you know, let's make no mistake about it. They they, they threw a bomb and it basically completed like four hail marys, and um, and that did us in UAB game. Yeah, it, it, maybe that's all he did. Maybe he watched the UAB game, and then he watched the Seminoles' last three games, and made an assumption from there. <laughs> 
Right. I don't know. That would make sense. Um, somebody like Freddie Maggard would not do it that way. You yeah. Know? Freddie Maggard. Watch, the, uh, peels the logos off the helmet. Right. Um, so whatever, man. You know, are we not used to this by now? No, it doesn't bother me really. You know, it, it's, it's just, it's the only thing that would shock me is if it had been the other way. <laughs> right. If he just said, well, you know, Southern Miss really trying to look past this bowl and playing a crappy team in Florida State. That yeah. would have shocked me. This, I'm completely used to. Yeah. It's like saying a tornado is going to hit Kansas. Oh, really? Great. Hot take, brother. You yeah. Know? I mean, we're flying under the radar, man. I mean, it's, it's this is how we like it. Yeah. You know? Well, and if, you know, the, the only thing that really kills us, it seems like, is when we get a little bit overconfident. The coaches have even talked about it. Yeah. yeah, practices aren't aren't as good. Once we got a little bit of national pub, um, so I love it. And let me ask you this: you know, how for years and years and years, we've always, heard, especially from our next door neighbors, we've we've always heard that they aren't going to play us because they have nothing to win, they have nothing to gain, right? Everything to lose. We've always said, "Well, just put us on the schedule and see what happens." Do you kind of feel? Like that's in reverse for us going into this game. Like we're playing a team that, uh, let's just say from an outsider's point of view, doesn't know anything, just looks at the names on the jerseys and sees Florida State and sees Southern Miss. They would just assume that Florida State would have the better team, probably. Right. Right. So I guess what I'm trying to say is if we win the game to that outsider, just looking at it, they're going to say, well, I mean, come on. They beat a team that was six and six. Now, if we lose the game, they'll be able to say, you see, guys, this is why you can't, you know, get in this quote-unquote P5 conversation because you can't even beat the guy, the big guy, when he's mediocre. So to say that Florida State has nothing to gain by going to this bowl, I would reverse it completely and say almost that we don't, but we do because that's Southern Miss way and we want to go out there and prove it. But just like I said, strictly speaking from an outsider's point of view, a casual fan of football, I think that I would be able to present that argument. What do you think? Uh, I think that's fair. But, you know, it it, it all de- depends on who bought into what propaganda. I've seen some of our own moron fans write some ignorant stuff about this game. Not many, but just a handful. And I'm just like, what are you, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. You know? You can't listen to the people that are screaming the loudest. No. Because it doesn't matter if it's true or not. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just turn on ESPN around 6 o'clock. It happens every day. <laughs> Just, you know, scream the loudest. We're right the most. Well, speak, speaking of football, mm-hmm. we're, we are right here in the mix of what is now the the crunch time for recruiting season because signing day is coming up December 20th through December 22nd. They got seven, 72 hours of the early signing period. Southern Miss got two new recruits since we last recorded last week. We got an offensive guard. Out of Marshall, Texas, his name is Cameron King, 6'2", 275. He originally was committed a while back to the North Texas and decommitted. He's got a pretty solid list of offers and, and teams with interest. So it really looks like what their focus is right now is they're trying to beef up up front. Also, we got a commitment from Tyree Evans. He is an outside linebacker out of East Mississippi Community College. He is a heck of an athlete. Uh, came from Wayne County originally, and he seems to be a guy that's going to fit in nicely with this nasty bunch defense. And, you know, a, a program like East Mississippi, that's a championship caliber program. So he's coming from a situation where he's learned how to win. And from reading the quotes, 
from him. He is a confident young man. I like it. I love it. I do too. He, he's ready to jump on the field and lead right now. And, and, and not even the quotes from him, but the people around him, they, they all mention just his energy level, um, his excitement on the field, and how he's a leader. And in our secondary next year, outside of Picasso, we're going to need a whole lot of that leadership, right? Absolutely. So Absolutely. Anyway. Well, also, wanted to touch on this real quick. You got, you're getting close. You only have three weeks left until the NFL playoffs kick up. And looking at the rosters, we have several teams that are going to be in play, particularly in the NFC with Southern Miss ties. So if you look at the NFC, three of the top four as of right now, which would be the you know three of the top four seeds, mm-hmm. the Vikings. They've got Rashad Hill and Tom Johnson, and I believe Dylan Bradley still on the practice squad, if I'm not mistaken. You've got the Los Angeles Rams. By the way, Mike Thomas this past weekend blocked a, a punt against the Eagles when the Rams were taking them on and and fell to them, uh, you know, subsequently. But the Eagles, I don't know if they're really how much in the playoff mix they're going to be now that Carson Wentz has gone down. Mm-hmm. Right. Then you have the Saints with Cameron Tom, who has was promoted to the active roster earlier in the season. Then you have the Seahawks with Austin Davis as the backup quarterback. So you've got, you know, really all four of those teams should be in the playoffs. You know, hopefully the Falcons and the Panthers will fall, you know, tumble a little. No, I'm just kidding. But, <laughs> you know, those those seems seem likely. Then on the AFC side, I don't know if either of these teams will make the playoffs, but they're not out of the mix just yet. The Tennessee Titans have Kalen Reed, and the Chiefs have Rakeem Nunez-Roches. So what happens these next few weeks is going to be crucial. I don't know if the Chiefs can can beat the Chargers this week, but you never know. So hopefully we can get another Golden Eagle in a Super Bowl. And And I'm a Saints fan, but let's say the Vikings go all the way. That game is going to be in Minnesota. And you could you would have two Golden Eagles on the active roster getting rings with the chance of a third on the practice squad. And if you want to count Kyle Sloter, that's four. Ah, that's right. So former quarterback that turned tight end that then went to Division Two and just won Player of the Year, I think. Oh yeah, he crushed it. Yeah, another one a national title. Yeah. Up oh, there's some werewolves in London. That means we're going to take a break. But when we come back, we're going to talk Southern Miss basketball. Right here on the score 1400 AM and News Radio 98.1 FM. It was 1989, my thoughts were short, my hair was long. Caught somewhere between Airport and Man. Welcome back to To the Top Talk. Jamie Arrington and Jason Bailey here in studio. Talking Southern Miss, we had a basketball game this weekend. Jason, you want to tell us about that? Yeah, well, there's only one game to speak of. But, hey, I was looking forward to this game. I feel like so far it's kind of the team that um, would be the easiest to measure where we are um, so far. So USM played Troy, uh, wasn't able to go. Um, but USM showed out, man. Uh, USM beat Troy 89-71. to 71. Woo! Um, a few stats here. USM led 31, 38 to 31 at the half, which is a lot of points to score. And we had mentioned on the show before that we're probably going to get free chicken a lot this year because we can at least put up points. Well, we did. Um, USM led 38 to 31 at the half, avoided any extended lulls in scoring. Uh, you know, we've kind of been prone to do that during Doc's tenure so far. We avoided those, and then we actually scored 51 points in the second half. Detroit's uh, 40. We shot lights out. 
We're 30 of 53 from the floor in the game. Um, and these two next stats are kind of go along with you know how we how we won in such a convincing fashion. Fouls, USM six, Troy seventeen. When in the world is, has that happened last at Regan Coliseum? Oh, SEC refs. Yeah, really. Um, <laughs> well, and, and that led to the next one. Free throws, USM was sixteen and nineteen. Troy was four of six. So hey, it kind of reminds you that stat right there reminds me of the Eustachy days a little bit, where he just loved getting to the line and making more free throws than the other team attempted, right? Uh, also, a couple stats. Threes, USM was 13 of 24. Troy was 11 of 31, so that's kind of a wash. We shot a little bit better than they did. But it's another reason to get out and go to these games. Um, if nothing else, Doc allows you to jack it up. If you're open, put it up. Um, he almost encourages it. So we take a ton of three-pointers, and when they go in, it's really exciting. Turnovers. I saw some crazy stat earlier where USM's like third in the nation, the turnovers versus assist or something like that. Uh, well, in this game, we had seven turnovers. Detroit's 13. I don't know what happened on my headset there. Yeah. Anyway, uh, in-game stats, uh, McGee had 27 points, Griffin 23, Edwards 16. Uh, season stats, Tyree Griffin is averaging 16.1 points per game. My favorite player, Cortez Edwards. 15.9 points per game. Dominic McGee, 11.8 points per game. And I threw, and that's kind of our big three right there. That If you're going to have a big three, that's our big three, Griffin, Edwards, and McGee. I threw Kevin Holland in there as well because he's just turned into a left-handed sharpshooter. This guy, he's averaging 8.2 points per game, but he's 20 of 37 from the line. I mean, from, uh, from three-point range, which equals out to 54%. 54% from downtown is solid to say the least. You know, I think you, you would take 40%. So he's really knocking them down. Another reason to go watch these kids play. Um, and the next time you can go watch them play, well, you can actually listen to the game tonight. Uh, the game's starting in like 15 minutes, I think. Yeah. Uh, we're playing Alabama A&M on the road. But then we'll have William Carey, who beat us last year. We'll have William Carey on the 16th at Reed Green Coliseum. So if you go to the game, um, I would just look for that. I would look for excitement. I would look for, you know, hopefully a decent crowd. A lot of threes put up, and um, and and I've heard a lot about this trapping defense we're running, you know, in the half court. So I'm looking forward to making it into that one. Absolutely, and you know, next week the 20th will be we'll have our show. The 21st, Southern is playing at Florida State. Then they're going to be in Jackson on the 23rd, taking on Mississippi State that next Saturday. Something interesting that popped up today. This is uh, on SouthernMiss.com. I saw it on a, a few other media outlets. The 177th Armored Brigade in the University of Southern Mississippi have announced the Golden Eagles will wear the brigade's distinctive unit insignia on their helmets for the team's upcoming Independence Bowl game. So that's pretty cool. If you look at it, it's uh, basically like a Florida Lee. It's kind of got like a um, spearhead. It's a spearhead to victory. So it, it looks so that's pretty, like the, pretty cool in the helmet there. The installment in Shreveport, I guess? I guess so. Let's see. Let's see if it says in the press release. Blah, 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 it's really blah, cool. Blah, blah. Any way you look at it, <laughs> and I mean, that just adds to the list of our helmet game this year. We have had a solid helmet year, from the throwbacks to all the to the the ghost, remember the ghost logo. Oh yeah. So it just kind of just tops it off. Um, yeah, what well, does look sweet? Yeah, it looks cool. If you want to check that out, go to southernmist.com. I think Jason Munns tweeted out a pic as well. What's so. the two? That's probably whose helmet that is. Oh. 
<laughs> this isn't just coffee. Yeah. Yeah. Good times. Good times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> awesome. Well, before we go to break, we'll make a little announcement here. We kind of been sitting on it, um, but we got this week. Next week will be our last show on the radio for a bit. We're kind of taking a break. Mm-hmm. Just kind of, uh, you know, recoup, get things going back again again for the show. We'll probably have some podcasts we toss out here and there, but, um, you know, there's some things we got to get taken care of off the air for for ourselves. But really enjoyed our time here at uh, 1400 A in the score. I'm not saying it's over, but we're going to take a break for a little well, while. Well, we didn't take a break in the summer. Two summers ago we did for like two months. Yeah. Because there's nothing to talk about. This year we went straight through. And I do a little bit of work. You do a lot of work. Um, so the few times I've ran the show, um, I, I, I know exactly where you're coming from. So, yeah, we're not going anywhere. Uh, we'll still be around. Believe me, if anybody follows me on, follows me on Twitter, uh, I can't keep my opinions to myself. So we'll, follow, <laughs> we'll, we'll, find, we'll find some way to get it out there. And it might be here. It might just be a straight podcast. It might be, you know, whatever. Call me on the phone. But we'll still do something. Really enjoyed our time here, though. I mean, it's, it's a great group of folks here. At Eagle Broadcasting, and and uh, they do a great job. They've let us come in here. We've had a great time here in studio. So, all right, we're gonna take a break. When we come back, one more segment talking Southern Miss athletics. Right here on to the top talk. We are back here on To The Top Talk. Jamie Arrington, Jason Bailey here in studio. Let's shut it down real quick. Special thanks to our guest, Brian Stork. You can follow him on Twitter. I don't have his name and Twitter account written down. That's me being professional. Storkinator. Look for Brian Stork. He's on there. We'll, tw- we'll tag him in our tweets. If it's not the Storkinator, we need to convince him. You tell him. <laughs> All right. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at to the top talk. You can follow me at Jamie underscore Arrington. You can follow Jason at Bumper J Bailey. And you can follow fake J Hobson at fake J Hobson Facebook as well to the top talk and Jamie Arrington comedy upcoming comedy show. My next show is going to be December 30th. That is a Saturday at Thirsty Hippo. Sean Patton coming back so to town. Looking forward to Sean Patton. Uh, it's, he's amazing. Uh, look him up. Make sure he's your speed before you come out. But Sean was one of the co-hosts of of ESPN. Best bars. Best bars in America on Esquire. He's uh, had a Comedy Central special. He's he's got some really cool things in the works. So definitely one of the more talented entertainers. Just make sure that you know his content is stuff that you can handle. Next week we are going to be talking about signing day. Next week is signing day, so we will have hopefully have all the recruits uh, in tow and and be ready to talk about all this, that, and the other. Having a little technical difficulty here in the studio, you guys. Um, but Jason, you went this past Monday to the Eagle Club Christmas party. Tell yeah. us a little bit about that. Yeah, this is I think the like, I don't know third or fourth year in a row, or maybe every year that they've had it. I don't know if I've been to it, but it was fun. Got to see a lot of people. Got to see my son sit in Santa Claus's lap and just freak out <laughs> yeah anybody who follows me on twitter or facebook i'm sure you saw it on there um I ran into some to the top talk listeners and just big time eagle fans in general uh, i wanted to give a couple shout outs 
Uh, ran into Robert Goss, talked to him for a little bit. He was oh, all cool. decked out in a suit. I was not. I didn't know it was that kind of event. Um, also, our good friend Murray Littlepage. Saw him, shook his hand, talked to him for a while. Brian Morrison, dapper as always. Our good friend Lynn Carter. Ran into Lynn Carter. He told me he talked to you a couple days earlier. Yeah. And you are telling me about the show. Um, Lynn is one of those guys I was trying to get to listen to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, of course, I saw Joey DeFata from the Alumni Association. Our good friend Chris Adams, who's been on the show talking about um, tickets and stuff. Me and Cooper uh, had him on the show when you were gone one yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. And, of course, I ran into Santa Claus. Oh, cool. So it was fantastic. The rock was lit up in this green uh, glow from the um, the Jumbotron. They had ho- happy holidays on there. and It's a really cool site. So it was fun. It was nice to shake hands and kiss at least my baby. You have some chatter about the bowl game? People yeah. getting excited? I mean, yeah, you, every, you everybody can tell. I talked to had bought their tickets and more. A lot of people had donated tickets. Yeah. Um, I think it's like 20 bucks maybe. You can donate as many as you want. Absolutely. It goes to, I think, military or students. So, you know, even if you can't go, call them up, donate three or four tickets. You know, it's Christmas time, and let's put some eagles in the stands. You know, if you have the means to get over there, come on out. It's going to be a great time. Yeah. The night before, the day of. Weather's going to be great. Weather's going to be great. I'm just, I'm getting text. I mean, I got a text from a friend as we speak, Drew White. He's coming. Awesome. Awesome. I've never met Drew. Well, he's, uh, you're not missing anything. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, um, but it's going to be a great time. A great time in Shreveport. Get your tickets. Go through Southern Miss. Get them that way. Check us out iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play. If you enjoy the show, tell your friends. If you don't enjoy the show, tell your friends. And as always, Southern Miss to the top.